mentoring is who we are. Mentoring is what we need. In Proverbs 15 and 22, plans fail due to a lack of counsel. But with many advisors, plans succeed. We are all on a journey, whether it's seeking a career path, becoming a better husband or father, wealth, legacy, calling, and purpose, for the list goes on. As we find ourselves in pursuit of these things, divine guidance is greatly needed as we travel. Mentoring is your tour guide to destiny. Do. Amen. And again, I want to thank God, amen, for my podcast family, glory to God, that is joining us on this morning. And so I pray uh, that this word, amen, will be um, rich, um, rich soil for them as well. Amen. Glory to God. So this morning, you guys, we are going to finalize, amen, this series that we've been in that's uh, called The Cost of Seeing. Amen. Glory to God. The cost of seeing. And so there are some things that we shared uh, a few weeks ago about the cost of seeing, but we're going to finalize this word on today. And I want to come uh, to you from the passage of scripture uh, that's written in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11, verse number 7. Amen. Uh, the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11, beginning at verse number 7. Verse number 7 is where we are going to sink our faith in and uh, believe God is going to say something that is needed in this season of our life. Amen. Glory to God. In Hebrews 11 and 7, the Bible says, By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, he built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to say it again. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen. Hallelujah. In holy fear, he built an ark to save his family. And by his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is keeping with faith. Glory to God. And so just to bring something back to your remembrance, as we begin to talk about uh, the cost of seeing, uh, the first thing that I want to share is that we discovered that the greatest cost of seeing is going through seasons where many of us are being misunderstood. We also discovered that because many were misunderstood, that it caused their faith to weaken because those around them couldn't see what God showed them, so they lost motivation. Glory to God. And so we realize and understand that one of the reasons why we go through seasons of misunderstanding is simply because what God showed us or as it relates to what it says in Hebrews 11 and 7, it says that Noah was warned about things that were not yet seen. And because people can't see it with the natural eye, hallelujah, they begin to um, be opinionated about what it is that God showed you. But when we focus in on 
uh, the opinions of other people, it causes us to lose motivation towards the very thing that God showed us. Amen. Glory to God. And so we realize now that this is exactly what being misunderstood comes to do. Steal your motivation. Hallelujah. I believe that this morning, if this word doesn't do anything else for you, that this word is going to produce a motivation in you to finish this year strong like never before. Glory to God. And I believe that I'm talking to a few people, even on live, even on my podcast, glory to God, that I'm talking to some people that could testify that there were seasons where I lost motivation. There were moments this year where I lost my motivation. Glory to God. I was pressing towards something. I desire something. I earnestly sought after something, but because I could not see it with my natural eye, because what God was showing me have not yet been seen in the natural, guess what? I lost my motivation. And so I believe that we are in a season where God is motivating the body of Christ, amen, to continue to move forward in faith toward the very thing that God has been showing you. Amen. And so what I want to do, what I want to do today is I want to open up in Hebrews 11 and 7. And y'all know me. I love pictures. I love painting a picture for the body of Christ because as I minister the word of God, I want you to be able to develop a picture in your mind as it relates to what is it that I'm speaking to you concerning this word. Amen. And so one of the things that I want to open up with is the fact that the Bible says that by faith, Hallelujah. By faith, hallelujah, or in faith, hallelujah, that Noah received something from the Lord. Noah received a word of warning from the Lord. And the Bible says that, watch this, by way of fear, he moved towards what God showed him. Now, for those of you that are not acquainted with Noah, you will literally find the backdrop of Noah's life in Genesis chapter 6. Amen? Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 6. And I want to look over in my Bible and I want to go over to a few passages of scripture, amen, to let you know uh, the backdrop of Noah's life. For those of you that uh, don't know that God was literally... Uh, upset with how he created the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, the way that he wanted the world to be in operation, um, it wasn't pleasing in the eyesight of God. And so in Genesis chapter six, you will find that the Bible said that the world was filled with corruptness and violence. Glory to God. And it also said that the people's heart had become corrupt. My God. And guess what? I want to point that towards what we are seeing right now in the world. I believe that all around the world, we see chaos, we see violence, amen. We see corrupt uh, people doing things. We see the corruptness of heart. We see the hardness of heart. Glory to God. We see people doing a whole bunch of things around us now. And so I believe that the same portrait that was painted for us in Genesis chapter six is the same world that we're living in now. Glory to God. But I want you to uh, really pencil in on a passage of scripture that's going to be a blessing to all of us. And it's Genesis chapter number six. And I believe that is in verse number eight. Hallelujah. It's in verse number eight. The Bible says in verse number eight, that in the midst of wickedness, 
in the midst of corruption, in the midst of everything that was going on in the world, watch this. The Bible says Noah found favor in the eyesight of God. Hallelujah. On last week, we begin to discover that God is going to release favor over his people, but we realize that favor literally comes in unfavorable conditions. Hallelujah. That means that everything in the natural doesn't have to be on point in order for God to release favor on your life. Amen. So in the midst of all of the wickedness, in the midst of all of the corruptness, the Bible says that in the midst of it, God still favored Noah. I want to talk to about a few people that are listening to me right now in the midst of whatever's going on around you, you still can find favor in the eyesight of God. Hallelujah. I don't care what people are saying around you. I don't care what type of attacks you are going through. I don't care even if you are going through a season where you feel like those that are around you are rejecting you, you still can find favor in the eyesight sight of God. Hallelujah. And so Noah, Noah, glory to God, in the midst of all of this, the Bible said that he found favor. Amen. Hallelujah. He found favor. And so what ended up happening was because of the corruptness that was happening in the world and because of everything that was going on in the world, hallelujah, in the midst of it, the Bible says that, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and God said, I'm going to favor Noah because Noah is going to be the change that's going to change the trajectory of what the world is going through now. Hallelujah. In other words, I want to talk to about 12 Noahs that are on the life right now, and I want to let you know that God's favor is getting ready to point you out to be the change that your family needs. My God, God's favor is getting ready to point you out to be the change that your community needs. God's favor is getting ready to single you out, hallelujah, to be the change, glory to God, that this region needs. I'm telling you now that in the midst of everything that's going on around you, that God's favor is getting ready to single you out. My God. And so the Bible says that Noah, hallelujah, was given an assignment. Watch this, y'all, that many people misunderstood. Many people rejected Noah's assignment. Noah's assignment was this. Noah's assignment was to build an ark inside of a place that never experienced rain. <laughs> My God, I'm going to say this again. Noah's assignment was to build an ark in a place that never experienced rain. My God, remember I told you uh, two weeks ago that whenever the Lord speaks something to you, it sometimes contradicts your present circumstance or the present uh, situation that you are dealing with. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you have to realize that in the midst of a dry place, in the midst of a dry land, God speaks to Noah and tell Noah to get ready. My God, because the rain is getting ready to come. 
I want to stop right here for a second and I want to tell somebody that God is literally speaking to you now and he's telling you that the very thing that I've shown you, I'm telling you to prepare yourself because rain is coming. My God, if you don't get nothing else on this live today, if you don't get anything else in this word that I have to share with you guys today, I come to tell you that rain is coming. God is telling you now that he needs for you to prepare because something is getting ready to come. Glory to God. And you will be the one who God is going to favor to save many. My God, you will be the one who God is going to favor to save many. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says that in a dry place, Noah began to build an ark. My God. Hallelujah. Noah saw something. According to Hebrews 11 and 7, the Bible says that he saw something, glory to God, that have yet to be seen. Oh, glory. But watch how he moved towards it, y'all. The Bible says that he moved towards what God showed him in fear. Oh, my God. He moved to what God showed him in fear. If you would go and look at uh, Psalms 25, if you look at the 25th Psalms, verse number 14, that passage of scripture says something so amazing that I believe is going to be a blessing to all of you guys today. It says that God confide in those who fear him. Oh my God. Hallelujah. God, he confide. He speaks. My God. He whisper in the ears of those who fear him. And so one of the things that I believe that Noah was showing us that even in a season where I'm being misunderstood, I still have to fear God. Watch this. Even when I'm dealing with unanswered questions. My God. In other words, what I'm trying to tell somebody today is that sometimes God will cause you to move and not give you the full picture. Sometimes God would ask you to do something and he won't give you all the details. Glory to God. Listen, I want to talk to somebody that say, God, I don't even need to know all of the details. If you tell me move, I'll move. If you tell me stand, I'll stand. If you tell me go, I'll go. I don't need to know all of the details to move forward in faith. My God. And so one of the things you guys must realize and understand that in the midst of a dry place, in the midst of a dry season, Noah received a word from God that it was getting ready to rain. My God, I want to I want to tell somebody today it's getting ready to rain in your life. Hallelujah. That every dry season, I feel it now. I'm proclaiming that every dry place that's in your life that you're getting ready to experience rain. Hallelujah. I'm telling you that that dry season that you're in in other people's eyes who are looking from the outside. Watch this. They don't even understand that God is getting ready to change. My God. Every circumstance that you've been dealing with, that rain is getting ready to come. My God, somebody say rain is getting ready to hit my season. 
Hallelujah. Rain is getting ready to hit my season. See, you got to begin to proclaim that over your own life, that rain is getting ready to hit my season. Glory to God. Somebody on this line haven't experienced rain in a long time, but all it took for me, hallelujah, to be obedient to what I believe the spirit of God is saying, and I'm proclaiming and I'm declaring rain is getting ready to hit every dry area of your life. My God. Hallelujah. So we see Noah. Hallelujah. We see Noah, the Bible said that in faith, hallelujah, he moved towards what God showed him in fear, meaning that he began to reverence what God showed him. My God, he began to reverence, hallelujah, what God showed him. Amen. See, one of the things that I want to tell somebody today that you have to begin to reverence what God showed you. Hallelujah. What I'm talking about, I'm talking about you got to begin to uplift the promises of God over the problems you are dealing with in the natural. My God, I believe that problems in our life begin to grow because we give it too much attention. Maybe if we stop for a second and we give the promises of God some attention, maybe our problems, my God, would go away. Hallelujah. See, after today, you will no longer magnify your problems, but you are getting ready to magnify your promise. And the promises of God is yes and amen. The promise of God was the fact that in the midst of a dry place, I'm getting ready to cause Noah to build something that's going to save his family. My God is going to save his family. So watch this. Noah was favored. In the midst of a corrupt world, in the midst of a world that was full of violence, Noah was favored, hear me clearly, to be used to do something new in the earth. I, I need somebody to get this today. Noah was favored to do something new in the earth. Noah was favored. To do something that has never been done before in the earth. Uh -huh. I want to talk to somebody right now that is sitting with the call of God on your life to do something that has never been done in your family before. God is calling you to do something on your job that has never been done before. Oh my God. God is calling you. Hallelujah, elder. He's calling you to do a new thing. And guess what? The confirmation is you've been favored to do it. <laughs> what that means? When you are favored to do something, it doesn't matter what obstacles, it doesn't matter what problems, it doesn't matter what circumstances nor attacks that come up against what God has called you to do. Because when you are favored to do something, God is going to make sure that you finish and that you complete it well. My God, somebody that I'm talking to today is getting ready to finish it and you're getting ready to complete it well. Hallelujah. You're getting ready to complete this thing well when you are favored by God. Hallelujah. And so as we look into the scripture, the Bible says that he moved in fear in the midst of being misunderstood. Don't you know how crazy Noah looked? 
to begin to gather wood, to build an ark in a place that have never experienced rain? <laughs> I got a question for you. What is it that God is calling you to do? My God, and your circumstances is telling you no. Your circumstances is telling you it's not time. Your circumstances is telling you right now that God didn't say that. Y'all don't want to talk back to me today. I silence your circumstances today. <laughs> I silence your problems today. I silence your issues today. Because guess what? When your issues and your circumstances become silent, now you are able to hear God in a way that you have never heard God before. And I prophesy to somebody today, you getting ready to do what everybody else around you said you could not do. Why? Because you were favored to get it done. My God, you are favored to get it done. Watch this. So God has favored Noah to do something new. In other words, Noah, the world is corrupt. Too much violence. Too much foolishness in the earth. And I got the power to destroy it. But Noah... If you go in Genesis 6, because you are blameless, because you are a righteous man, because you are a man who walks in fear, guess what I'm going to do? In the midst of destruction, I'm going to save you and your family. Oh, my God. I need somebody to hear me today. He say in the midst of destruction, because of the favor I got on your life, I'm going to save you and your family. I want to talk to somebody right now. And I feel this right now. I feel this right now. You have been having problems with your family. I want to talk to somebody who have been having issues with your family. I want to talk to somebody who's been experiencing rejection from your family. I want to talk to somebody now where your family looks at you as if you are holier than thou. And they think that you are condemning them. What I want to tell you today is that you should no longer focus on how your family feels. Because what your family doesn't know that you were the one who God favored to save them. Lord, let that sink in right there. No matter what your family says, no matter how your family feels, you cannot give up because the very thing that God is calling you to do is going to save not only you, but your family. Oh my God, listen, you are the one. If you're listening in to this word now, you are the one. That's why nobody else didn't do it. See, because we got a problem with this. We got a problem with taking, hallelujah, what God has given us. And because we feel inadequate and because we feel insufficient, we try to give to other people what God has placed on us to do. 
<laughs> Who am I talking to that's guilty? You guilty, hallelujah, of taking a vision that God has given to you and try to give it off to somebody else in your family who you think is a little bit more adequate to do it. But I want to tell somebody today that even in the midst of your insufficiency, even in the midst of you being inadequate, God say, I still favored you to get it done. My God, hallelujah, I favored you to get it done. Yeah, I'm talking to you. See, one of the things that I share with people about family is this. As we come to the close, when we talk about family, I want you to think about this. When you look at the F, ahead of family, the F stands for the father. Amen? But when you look at the Y, at the end of family, it stands for you. Y'all don't want to talk to me. You are the end result, my God, of what's going on in your family. You are the end result. Hallelujah, of the change that is supposed to come to your family. And so guess what we do? The people that are sitting at the end result, we are pointing the finger at somebody else who we think should be getting it done when God has favored us to do it. Oh my God, hallelujah. I don't care how much influence somebody used to have in your family. There is getting ready to be a shift of influence. My God, the people who once had a voice in your family, hallelujah, that voice is getting ready to shift to you because you are getting ready to be the one that's going to bring change, that's going to bring purpose, that's going to bring promises to your family that they never seen before. Oh my God, I need somebody to really, really get this today. It's getting ready to happen with you. Oh my God, it's getting ready to, you getting ready to be the first cousin to get it done. You getting ready to be the auntie to get it done. You getting ready to be the uncle to get it done. You're getting ready to be the one, my God, the sister to get it done. You are the one, my God, that's getting ready to do something that has never been done before because God has favored you to do it. Ah, I, I, I feel this right here. I feel this right here. You're trying to blame people. And this is what you're saying. Man, we haven't had a family reunion in a long time. And you're trying to blame all of the old uncles. You're trying to blame all of the old aunties. You're trying to blame all of those, watch this, who had the baton in their hand. But now God is saying, I want you to put the gathering together. Y'all don't want to talk to me today. I want you to put the family reunion together. And guess what? And you can't be concerned about what everybody else is saying. Talking about, oh, they're trying to take over. What they don't understand is God favored you to do it. So you are the one that is going to set your family up, not for failure, but you're getting ready to set your family up for something that's coming. So Noah was in this dry place and the rainwaters was getting ready to wipe out all of the corruptness in the world. But the Lord favors Noah and tell Noah, if you build this up, I'm going to save your family. I want to tell somebody something today. There is something 
that God is calling you to do that's going to bless your family. See, watch this. The respect that you're trying to get from family, it won't come until you reverence what God told you to do. My God, I'm going to say this again. The respect, the honor that you want from family, it won't come until you do what God has called you to do. You don't have to boast. You don't have to walk around and say anything. But all you have to do is keep moving in fear. I can picture Noah now. God is telling Noah it's about to rain. And family and friends are coming to Noah saying, Noah, you are crazy. Noah, why in the world are you building this up? And we never experienced rain before. They're telling Noah, Noah, you crazy. Ain't no rain coming. Noah seeing things. Noah gone crazy. It's not about to rain. But I can see when Noah put that last nail in. The sky opened up. The rain came. What I want to talk to somebody today about this. Some of you have been praying for family members. And you also been warning family members. I hear the spirit of God saying, keep that warning on your tongue. Keep that warning in your mouth. Continue to warn. Continue to prepare them. Because they won't believe until it happens. It's crazy until it happens. I'm talking to somebody who God has shown you to do something. Nor in faith, move forward in fear. And watch this. The Bible says, and Noah's faith, it condemned the world. Listen, y'all. When you begin to move in faith, it causes you to look different from everybody else that's around you. And because of your difference, people are going to mark you as if you are condemning them. As if you are perfect and, and, and they are the sinful ones. But I had to understand what that word meant when it says that his faith condemned the world. What that means is you don't have time to stop and point out those who are disobedient around you. What Noah did was his obedience to God exposed the disobedience around him. You're not condemning your family. You're not condemning your friends. They just don't understand what it is that you saw. And because they don't understand it, they don't understand why you move in the way you move. 
And so what's happening now is to that family member or that friend who thinks you are condemning them, that's a person who don't understand how to embrace the conviction of the Holy Spirit. See, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit comes to convict the world of its wrongdoing. And so one of the things that I want you guys to understand is this. As you move forward in faith and in fear, it's going to cause a change to take place around those and in the inside of those who see you move. I want to tell somebody something. You got to keep moving. You got to keep building because your family life depends on it. You are the one. The one I'm talking to now. You are the one who God has favored to do something in your bloodline that has never been done before. The favor that's on your life is going to cause you to leave a mark for generations to come. Kingdom blessings, brother. I pray that all is well with all of you guys today. Man, thank you for connecting with me on this journey. God has definitely graced me this season to be a voice to many. And I believe that God, there is a place where God want to take all of us. And this is how you can connect with me. I want you to email me at touringmen, T-O-U-R-I-N-G-M-E-N 2021 at gmail.com. And as you email me, we're going to have some Q&A, brother. I want you to send in questions. And you can log on on Monday and you can hear the answers to those questions because we'll be doing some Q&A. I believe that this season has been set aside strategically for you. There are some things that God want to get to his men and there are some things that God want to do in your individual life. Listen, I don't know how long the Lord is going to grace me to do this, but I believe that this is the season for it. And I want you to connect with me in this season as I begin to empower you in every area of your life. Remember, mentoring is who we are. Mentoring is what we need. Peace.